Hi, friends, and welcome to the Hippocratic Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Farrell, a tenacious and creative licensed clinical social worker with a desire to help medical and mental health providers sustain their passion for healthcare. This podcast focuses on offering education and support to anyone whose day to day is centered around caring for others. Join me and my friends as we offer helpful information on self care so you can continue to successfully carry the burden of caring for others. It's been a while, but thank you so much for joining me again for the Hippocratic Hope. My name is Beth Farrell, and I'm your host. Today, I decided to jump on real quick and upload an episode because I found something that was pretty powerful and moving and spoke to me and so many in our area. As a therapist, I have the opportunity and honor of bearing witness to the internal experiences of others. Those who sit in my office and more recently across the computer screen bravely share their thoughts, the thoughts they maybe don't share with others, their memories, shame, and all too often their pain. One of the biggest honors I have ever had was this year. When I was privy to the internal experiences of nurses and technicians, doctors, and other medical professionals who were tasked with managing the unimaginable, I was even privileged to the internal thoughts and experiences and fear of other therapists, psychologists, and even psychiatrists. We feared what this would cost you, and we hoped that what we had to offer would be enough. Over the past month, though, I was reminded that one of the most beautiful things about humanity is our shared experience. That our shared experience between one individual and another is an extraordinary, powerful thing. And it translates across cultures, language, art, music, and even time. And while we can't see what others experience internally, we can share it. And in doing so, we allow for our humanity to heal and provide hope for those who are participating in this life with us. And today, I bared witness again to another story. However, this time, it wasn't a patient sitting across from me in session. It was a Facebook post from a very shy and yet brave nurse who posted beautiful words that I hope will help validate your own experience. Because the thoughts that you have tolerated, the moments you have had to witness as someone gasped for air, is a burden that I would never ask anyone to carry. And I want you to know that while you might feel alone, you are not. There are men and women and individuals all across this world who have a shared experience. And I hope that it brings you some healing today. The nurse's experience through this pandemic is one that has probably been unparalleled. And I am thankful that Jennifer has given us an opportunity to know what she has experienced as her time caring for those with the coronavirus. While she was not ready to make her podcast debut, I have the honor of sharing what she wants the rest of the world to know. Nurses Lock. Time. Time the sedative was given. Time the paralytic was given. Time the patient was intubated. Time their central line was placed. Time their arterial line was placed. Time their vast cath was placed. 
time, their CRRT initiated. Time, the patient was proned. Time, the ABG was drawn. Time, the family was notified. The time, the Zoom meeting was scheduled for. And the time, the family said goodbye. Time of death. Nurse's thoughts. That was someone's mother, father, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, friend, spouse. That was their time. Their time to go. And I feel confident in saying that the virus made it too soon. I have stood outside a patient's room with clasped hands giving a thumbs up to a patient through a window as they were being extubated. But moments before, stay calm. The respiratory therapist is going to take this breathing tube out, okay? I need you to nod your head so I know that you understand me. I know, don't try to talk. You're doing great. I've taught patients to call when they're ready. When they're ready to be intubated. Days of being on BiPAP at 100% oxygen can only be effective for so long. And they get tired. I can't breathe, they say. Okay, let me call the doctor and we'll get everything ready. Tell my kids I love them. You tell them yourself. We're calling them now before this happens. Please make sure I come off this ventilator. I tell them, you listen to me. You fight like hell, okay? But how am I supposed to fight if I'm asleep? You go into this knowing that you want to fight. And you know that you'll never be alone. We will fight this with you. For as long as it takes. To the doctors, nurses, practitioners, respiratory therapists, pharmacists, CNAs, PCTs, phlebotomists, RAD and CT techs, and anyone else I've missed. How many times did we go home holding on to any bit of hope that what we were doing was making a difference for these patients? We would spend 14 hours with hypoxia and hypotension and then go home and come back only to find out the patient didn't make it. All those times we felt like we weren't doing anything for these patients. Your chance is here. If you have even the slightest bit of opportunity to prevent getting this virus and giving it to others, take it. Do it for the patients you lost. Because for some, you were the last person they talked to. And the last person that held their hand. Time. 1118. That's the time I received the COVID 19 vaccine. Jennifer, thank you for your bravery in sharing your internal experience with us so that we can bear witness and know. My favorite quote is this Courage does not always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. Thank you all for having courage.